This is Women in STEM Career and Confidence, the podcast for scientific and professional women who want to restore confidence, make meaningful impact, and balance the things and people that mean most to them. I'm Dr. Hannah Roberts, and I'll be sharing with you insights and inspiration into the mindset and skill set to help you navigate your career and lead powerfully. It's recorded live and outdoors. So anything could happen. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the live, hopefully, in the Career Launchpad Challenge group. I'm going to check that in a moment. And hopefully, yes, I'm live now. <coughs> Please excuse my throat if I stop to drink. My um, husband has an evil cold. I'm hoping that I'm managing to stave it off for now. But I feel fine. So today we're going to go through the questions from the thread on day three, day four, and any that I find on day five. And then we can round up with um, what to expect in the Career Design Mastermind if you think that that might be a good next step for you. And of course, it won't be for everybody, but it may just be the right thing for you. Okay, so let's get stuck in. So day three was all about turning tasks into talents. Because the more we can understand our natural talents and capabilities, the easier it is to start to design a career pathway with our natural talents in mind, one where we can really excel rather than swimming against the current. So Sharon is saying, how do you get out of the capability trap? When you've demonstrated that you can do something, it's easy to get stuck, especially when nobody wants to do those tasks. Thank you. Of course. So if you're in the capability trap, then what's probably most likely happened is that we've slipped into not our natural talents, but things that we can do, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we enjoy them or we want to do them or that we're talented for them. So this is exactly what happened to me in scientific project management, the complete opposite end of the spectrum to, to what I'm good for. So the big thing for me in this question is around self-advocacy because it sounds to me very much like um as it as was the same in my case that you get shaped and molded to fit someone else's agenda and purpose so it becomes really important one to have um the ability to speak up to say no set boundaries push back from an empowered place um and this is one thing that pretty much I would say 100% of my coaching clients struggle with the speaking up question um, and the tools and techniques that go alongside that. So it's really important to learn how to do that and advocate for yourself because then we can sh start to shape and mold. Okay, well, um, I'm not willing or able to do that anymore. Let's find someone else to do it. But So you can advocate for yourself and start to shape your career as you would like it to be. The second thing within that is if you're in the capability trap, it may just be that you have kind of um, unconsciously filtered into it and that's fine. Or you might have somebody in a, um, your boss or someone else who's like, oh, this person's good. I'm going to put them somewhere that's really helpful for me, but not for you. So it's really important to start to develop your own vision as where you want to go on the horizon and starting to take your own micro steps to start to get there. Otherwise, you are going to be um, somebody that for someone else's vision instead of your own. 
And that's fine if you align to the vision of that person or that mission or that company that you want to work with. If you align to it, great. If you're not, it's time to develop your own. I hope that helps, Sharon. Okay, I'm going to come to Cedar next. So I have difficulty to find my natural talents and hardly in flow, maybe because of the inner critic. Are there any tools or suggestions to observe myself to find the natural talents? Yeah, so we had a little bit of a chat anyway, Cedar, in the comments of your task two and task three thread about this. So Cedar has already done what's called a talent dynamics profile. She's very aware of her natural talents and capabilities from that profile. And she's taken it twice and it's both times come out the same profile as it should do. So it's not that you don't know what you're naturally talented or gifted for and that you can't see it. It's that you're not able to believe it fully because of the inner critic. The inner critic's helpfully stepping in to protect you from something, protect you and perfect you so that you never have to feel X, Y, Z again. So the work that I would be looking at here, Cedar, is really not so much around the inner critic because we've talked about this before. The inner critic only has something to say if you've bro broken a rule of the primary self. So for example, if you're pusher and you've broken a rule of the pusher and you have sat down and relaxed and you could have been doing something else and you've ended up failing, then your inner critic is going to go mental. It's going to say, you are never going to sit still ever again. That failure feels really bad and therefore you have to work even harder next week and you will never stop working until you get a really great result, whatever it is. So actually, it's not so much the inner critic that's the problem, it's the primary selves that are really high. And I think for you in particular, I think we saw the perfectionist. I can't remember your results completely. So... um if it's the perfectionist, that feeling of being substandard in any way, and that's across the board, that's at work, that's at home, that's with friends, that's in every capacity, that's like your perfectionist will find something wrong with your elbows and your eyebrows and <laughs> not just your work at work. So it can be a really tricky one, the perfectionist in particular, because um, it is so neurotic about things and it ha its standards are so very high. And of course, we can never meet the standards of the perfectionist because we're never going to be perfect. So we're always going to feel substandard in some way. So it's super critical to you for you to get some space from the unhealthy behaviours of the perfectionist in order for that inner critic to calm down. And then you'll be able to see and feel your natural talents and capabilities. Because I know and I've seen them for myself. And I know that you know what they are. So I hope that that helps Cedar. And in terms of perfectionists, so yeah, um, look at the day two live, I think is best as a starting point for that, rather than me going into massive advanced strategies there. Okay, um, Mahela, I subscribe to the message above about natural talents, very interested in the same aspect. Um... Okay, but you might be coming from a different perspective with this. So is it the inner critic for you that's the problem and that's why you can't see them, Mahalia? Or is it um, that you actually don't know where to get started? So if that's the case, I would um, take the next week or two weeks, actually Christmas isn't a great time for this, or when you go back um, after the new year, 
I really start to tune into this and reflect on a daily basis. Ask myself, when did I add the most value today? When was I most valuable? That's often a really great question because I can say, oh yeah, I really, I really delivered on this or I really did this today or I really helped this person. And that might help identify some tasks that you could distill the talents from. So the talents tend to be the, um, how did you create that output? How did you create the output that you're observing? So for example, if I think about, okay, I feel really in flow when I am rambling on lives like this. I really quite enjoy it. And how do I do that? Well, I do that by just um, making it up on the spot. That's my method. <laughs> I don't prepare in advance. I read the question. My brain does some jiggery pokery and then out come some words. So therefore, my um, the way in which I do that is by finding flow on my feet. I basically don't need to prepare for stuff um, to get the best outcome. So does, I hope that helps. Um, so if you're struggling, observe yourself, reflect, find, find the task by doing that, and then ask yourself, how do I create that result? And that will be the talent. Good. Okay, let me come to Anita next. Hi, Anita. She says, when I was working through my talents, I realized a couple of things. To me, when looking at job announcements, my talents in general are not what organizations are looking for in today's society. Secondly, I know we haven't got to this yet, but I think my talents do not easily contribute to my vision, values, or purpose. My biggest talent or obstacles are my thoughtfulness, thoroughness, and working alone. Most places want someone who can work at a fast-paced environment with lots of collaboration and teamwork. How do I reconcile this in the job market? So first of all, I think there's an issue with the talents rather than um, them not aligning to your vision, values and purpose. They probably don't align to the workplace because they're not the talents we're looking for. So you've said that, that your talents are thoughtfulness. So to just go into a little bit more detail there, Anita, when you think about thoughtfulness, what is it about that that produces the result? So is it that you're you find you're creating and innovating in that thoughtfulness space? Is it that you're thoughtful as in you're good at um, problem solving, finding solutions? What happens in that thoughtfulness state? I think that's what the talent is. And then when you say thoroughness, so by thoroughness, do you mean that um, you're able to easily spot and pinpoint mistakes in a big sea of stuff? That would be a great talent. Um, is your thoroughness around breaking down project timelines into smaller components and seeing things through to completion? So what, it, what is it about that thoroughness that creates the result? And again, you love working alone. Okay, so working alone might be something that you value, but it's not a talent. So <laughs> we're not going to find you in the Guinness World Book of Records for working the best person to ever work alone in history. So we need to ask ourselves, what do you do in that space of working alone? Is like, is that where the thoughtfulness happens? So is that just feeding into one of those um, other talents? What happens in that space? So I think once you've got the answers to those questions, I think it would be much easier to find um, job specifications that align to it. So what we do in the career design mastermind is we do this in much more detail. So 
we end up with this talent dynamics report. And then from that talent dynamics report, we've got a series of skill set that we can start to look for in job adverts. And you can almost like highlight, ah, okay, this one's going to be right for me because the vast majority of that role aligns to my natural talents. It also helps us communicate those specific talents in, um, in a format that I use on your CV and your cover letters as well to really speak to those talents. And it will also help you ask the right questions of um, in an informal chat or in an interview about whether or not you're going to get from it what, what you want in that position. So um, I think we need to go backwards a bit, Anita, and go back to the talents themselves and have another go. Because actually, if you think about it, when it comes to contributing to vision, purpose, mission in life, you could express that in so many different ways. Um, for example, if my vision in life is to have a plastic-free, a single, you know, a single-use plastic-free world or society, then that's the vision, but your natural talents, the way in which you do that and contribute to that could be very different. You could be someone who's um, managing all of the data and the statistics around that to help that vision. You could be the person who is out front speaking and, and marketing your particular vision to the world. You could be someone who is creating deals with companies to... Um, to ensure that they use alternative things and consulting with them. You could be advocating, you could be doing it in so many different ways. So I don't think it's the, the alignment that's the problem to vision, purpose, mission. I think it's actually the talents themselves. So I hope that that helps. And if you are coming online right now, come and say hello in the chat box. So I know you're here. If you're resonating with this, give me a little thumbs up or an emoji of your choice. And if you're watching a replay, use the hashtag replay so we know you've been here. If you have questions as well as we go along, you can add them to the chat box. Look at me doing my spiel. <laughs> okay, let's come to Goodwin. Oh, Jane's here. Hello. We'll come to Goodwin next. I'm struggling with this. I enjoy working in a team, discussing working together on, as opposed to working on my own. Having a project which solely depends on my work and ideas. I like, oh, I think you've added your, your info on talents. So are there talent groups or categories I can look at to get inspired? And where can I take the talent dynamics test? Yeah, so um, I do have a, <clears throat> and I was going to do it this way. So I do have a talent list of 75 different talents. And I ask you to score them out of 10 for each talent that helps create talent groups, that helps create um, what I call superpowers or super talents. So yes, there is another thing. I was trying to do it the simplest way possible for the challenge because <coughs> I imagine um, not everybody has lots of time to go through 75 talents. Also in the course material that we're using, the talent dynamics test is a paid test. <coughs> Gotta sort that through up. <laughs> The Talent Dynamics test is a paid test, so it costs £77 or something like $99 to take. Um, if you're part of the Career Design Mastermind, you get it for free, so you don't have to pay because I have all the tokens for you. And of course, then I'm going to show you what to do with that because it's not just taking the test. I can go ahead and get a free profiling tool online that tells me I'm X percent 
organized, X percent disorganized, X percent extrovert, X percent introvert. You can get those for free already online. I can pay for a talent dynamics test and understand that. But really the value is in the debrief of those tests. It's like um, being able to understand yourself, your thinking and action styles at the individual level, and then taking it to the next level and understanding how then do I interact with other people? Why do I get communication breakdowns with specific people? How can I start to spot people who have specific talents and then use them in, in the most appropriate way or speak to them with the most appropriate language? Now that gets really interesting. And then at the individual level, we can then say, okay, these are my natural talents. Therefore, I'm good for these subsets of career pathways. They actually help inform which ones you might be good at. And then from that, we can say, okay, if I want to get even more brilliant at these particular talents, what kind of um, professional and personal development is going to help me to do that? And if I need to develop competency in a specific um, talent area that's not my natural talent, and I don't want to become a master of it, just competent, which ones do I need to form competencies in to do my job effectively? A bit like if I am a coach in a... Um, a big pharmaceutical company, but the language that they're using on a day-to-day -day basis is around project management and say, for example, agile project management, and they've got a scrum master and I need to know what my impediments to my progression are. I don't need to take um, a mastery level course um, in agile project management. All I need to learn is the language that they're using. So competency level of someone else's natural talent to be able to converse with them. Whereas when there are our own natural talents, we want to get that really deep level mastery of those skills. So I hope that makes sense. Um, well done, Gudrun. Great question. Okay, so I'm going to come to questions from day four. And day four was all about, are you on mission? Oh my goodness, I loved your mission statements. Ah. And some of them I was like reading them going, oh, I need to employ you and I need to employ you and I need to employ you. Because when you get these statements, it makes it so clear, crystal clear what people do that you start to sort of see in them. Oh, these people will be really helpful. Um, so really, really well done with that because it's not an easy thing to do. And the main question that I want you to know from that is if you have created a mission statement and you look at it and you're completely uninspired, and you can't find any meaning in it, then it's time to move on to a new mission. If you're looking at your mission statement thinking, yes, it, I can find some meaning in it, but it's not the way in which I want to express that mission, or I feel like there's another level to take this to, there's a refinement in that mission to come for you too. And that's, again, what we're gonna do in that career design mastermind. I'm gonna help you lay out all the components vision, purpose, mission, natural talents, values, both life values, career values, all the unpicking of what's holding you back so that you can actually take action. <laughs> um, and then we can start to do all the stuff around marketing and that kind of thing and alignment to the new mission. So um, I hope that makes sense. So Katie's saying, if we are wanting to change our focus, start a new role, how would you recommend approaching the mission statement? i.e. for our LinkedIn profile, would you recommend a less specific mission statement for the type of role we want or stick to the one for our current role? So this is a really great, great question. And remember, the mission statements, if you choose to put them on LinkedIn, are for now. 
They're not forever, they're just for now. And whenever you're making a refinement in your strategy, you're going to refine that mission statement. So if I'm going from general visibility with what I currently do to looking for a job, I'm gonna align that mission statement to the new role I'm looking for. So then the who part would be who's who's gonna be my hiring manager, who's gonna be um, my boss essentially, that's the who. And then what, you know, what's the big impact of you going into that role? What will you create for them? And then the how is the method with which you will do that role. Now, even if you have no experience of doing that role yet, if you had training, you would be able to do that thing. Therefore, you can start to say, okay, this is me. This is what I, you know, this is who should care. This is what the outcome will be if you employ me. And this is how I will achieve that. So... I would be changing mission statements towards those new opportunities. And that will also really help if you start connecting with recruiters, they will start to see that and then send you or reach out to you with um, with things that are more aligned to what you're looking for. So you'll notice if you're starting to get traction on LinkedIn because people will start contacting you. <laughs> I hope that makes sense, Katie. Okay, let me come to day five because... I will see if there's any questions on day five. Okay. I think I have to go back. Maybe too early. I don't know. Maybe it's not released yet. If you're online right now and you have questions, do let me know. While I have a quick look-sees. Um... I don't think so. No, I think we're okay. So what I'll do now is take a moment to just walk you through that career design mastermind if you feel that it's the next step for you. If throughout this week you've discovered that perhaps the role that you're in isn't quite um, as purposeful or as aligned as you would like it to be, um, good one. Could you use help with my mission statement? Um, Gudrun, I think I've put some comments on your post, but I'll come back to it straight after this. Oh no, I saw yours. Um, it came after I'd finished um, doing this morning's batch, so I will do you this afternoon, don't worry. So when it comes to the career design mastermind, it's essentially helping people to consciously create their own career pathway. So instead of being on that um, career conveyor belt, we're actually going to step off the conveyor belt and, you know, map map out how we want it to be. There's also those of you that might have discovered that you're in the capability trap, how to start to step out of that. Remember, we need some foundational pieces in place. And then for those of you who just think there's something different or something else, but you haven't quite got that discovery piece around what that next thing might look like, this is also for you. So what we'll be doing from the 1st of January next year all the way up to the 30th of June um, so a six month period is to take you through the six stages of the framework we've been working through over the last week so I had to miss out <laughs> there was only five days so I had to miss out one of the um one of the the parts which was that develop phase so we have foundations so the first month is dedicated to creating time and energy management so that you have got enough time and space to figure out, um, to create space to actually work on your career. Because if you're so busy working in it right now, it's gonna feel very difficult to find the time. 
Now, this week has been super fast paced. <laughs> You've had a task to do every day. Whereas in, um, when we're doing the mastermind, it's more like one of these a week. That's really strategic and targeted. So you might have a 15 minute video. You might have to spend 15 to 30 minutes doing something. And in return, you're moving yourself forward each and every week. And you've got the accountability in place to help you do that. All the other people doing it at the same time, feedback in the app. So we don't have to be on social media for it. We're actually in, in an app where you um, where it's all laid out. So you don't consume any social media. You're just doing everything in there. Um, then what we're going to look at in month two is overcoming those barriers, limiting beliefs, behaviors, emotions that come from those primary selves. So if they're the things that's holding you back in your career, it's time to come and work on them big time. So we're going to do that because we don't want them to be the reason why um, you don't fulfill your full potential. If you imagine we create career design with a 95% pusher, please a perfectionist in a critic, that career design is going to look very different to if we get some space from them. So we want to make sure that we get some time, get some space, overcome our limitations and then start to design our career. So the next part, the next month is all about finding flow with our natural talents. I've been through that quite a lot and I think you've got a good understanding of what we'll be doing there from today's live. Then in month four, we're going into the develop phase. So this is where we really start to look at the vision, purpose, career and life values so that we've got alignment of all those different pieces. We'll do things like a purpose timeline and how we make decisions, career decisions in our life so far and what has underpinned all of that and where the knotty points are in, in all of that, which then can often create or unearth some limitations to go back and overcome, but you'll have the methodology to be able to do that. The next level then is level five. We're going to be looking at positioning. So that's where we take um, the new mission alignment and we start to position that in the marketplace. We're going to look at how to elevate your positioning and um, some strategies around, around that. So we'll be looking at... Um, I'm getting mixed up with the, the next one because <laughs> I want to say networking, but we will be doing overhauling of um, LinkedIn profiles um, from top to bottom and all the scaffolding and strategy around that. And then finally, in the last stage, it's all about marketing and networking yourself to create that new opportunity. So we'll be looking at cover letters, CVs, develop, you know, we've given you three tiny little strategies for that LinkedIn network, but we're going to take that to the next level and how you go about um, sort of networking your way into the position or the thing that you want or creating that opportunity from scratch. So all those six um, stages come within the six months. You get a course, first of all. So um, full disclosure here, I'm creating the course right now. It's not set and ready to go. So I have the first month all ready for you that you can have before Christmas and really understand it and then implement it over the first month. And I'm hoping by the end of the first month, I will have all of these um, ready for you. And what happens is you have a little link and it gives you the full course so you can access it beyond the lifetime of this six months. It's um, like lifetime access to the course for as long as the course platform people are available. <laughs> 
um, I should say. So it's there. And of course, I will let you know if it was ever to be um, taken down. So, so you have access to the course and the app. So within the app, each and every week, there's going to be journal prompts there to help you move through these stages and the work that we're doing. There's going to be, um, so I can't show you because I'm scrolling through my... <laughs> That's not very helpful. I can't actually show you the behind the scenes on this computer um, on this this phone. So within the app, we have accountability posts. So every Friday you create your plans for the week within um, all of the different uh, leadership pillars. So health, wealth, relationship, career, personal development. So you'll have um, your A1 tasks under each of those. On a Wednesday, you'll get another post where you have to check in on your progression. And then we check in again, uh, reflect on the week and plan the next week. So it's real high level accountability. And there's all kinds of stuff that happens in there. So you can um, post Q&As um, once a week within the thread and I will answer them written. And then every two weeks, we've got group coaching for one hour with everybody who is doing the program to get all your questions answered, get some laser focus coaching if you need it to help you move forward and resetting priorities and focus for the next two weeks. So if you ever can't make them live, they're always going to be available for you on replay. And again, all of this is accessed through the app. So you never have to go in your email or your social media. You can just go straight in the app and it's super simple. And then on top of that, you get your talent dynamics profile, which is um, usually worth £77 that goes in. And also every 90 days we do a planning workshop. So you will be doing planning quarter two and quarter three of 2022 when you're part of this course. So if you want to do it and it feels like a good next step for you, it's um, six monthly installments of £132.50, nearly said five pence. And you don't pay anything now. The first payment goes out in January on whatever date you pay for it. So if it's the 17th today, the payments will start on the 17th of January. So I hope that's clear. Um, so in total, if I click through, it is, I think it's 795 in total. Um, and you get all of that stuff with it. So I hope that that's clear. Again, this is the first round of running it. So um, that's why the price is as it is so low after this point actually after Sunday the price is going up to 1111 so this is an early bird special for all of you in the challenge group not for those external to the group just for you after Sunday so from 11.59 on Sunday night the price goes up so it's 795 now and it goes up to 1111 from um, Monday and the first two people to sign up get a free one-to-one -one coaching call with me worth £191. And Rachel, who's got the party um, emoji, has already got one of those places. <laughs> so you were the first one to sign up. Well done, Rachel. Um, so pleased to have you for the next six months as well. Yay! <laughs> um, Rachel's pretty much my PA now. So... <laughs> So it's really good to have you. And what else do I want to say about that? So there's one place left to get the additional bonus of me to play that card at any point during that six months, whenever you need your one-to-one. -one. That is cool with me. Um, so 
join. I hope you will join. We're going to have a great time. And, um, and yeah, if you have been doing my Time and Energy Secrets app over the last um, month or longer, last year, then just type in the comments below. How have you found it? What has been the benefits of being in the app? And of course, this course is going to run alongside that to really help develop that career pillar of your leadership. I cannot wait. I hope we will have lots of you in that group. And um, there are limited positions. So when I get to my limit of numbers, because I need to make sure it's a good container for coaching, not too many people. When I get to my limit, I will close the bookings. Um, again, it will be available till the 1st of January but it will go up in price after Sunday. So the bonus is just for you in the group and I hope you will join. If you have questions about the Career Design Mastermind that you need answering, pop them in the thread below or any of the Q&A threads for Friday. Let's put them in the Friday one, the final day, and I will come and answer them either later tonight or tomorrow. And make sure you get those questions answered. Otherwise, you can email them to support at hannahnikeroberts.com and I will answer them to the very best of my ability. I hope you have had a fantastic week with me. And remember, those that finish all five days will be put in my pot to win a prize. And one of the prizes is this course. <laughs> so one of you will get this absolutely for free. I hope it will be you. Um, I have, yes, I think that's it. So I hope um, you've all had a brilliant week and I will see you all very soon. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you for listening to Women in STEM Career and Confidence. To get further support in your journey, join me in Breakthrough Unleashed on Facebook.